Welcome to a special Sumner County High School Sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide at WHINradio.com. It's Gallatin High School Basketball. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader. Now let's get ready for tonight's game. Giants broadcast of Gallatin High School Basketball on WHI Radio. This is the Green Wave Network. Joining me, as always, Austin Miller. I am Zach Womble. Excited to bring you tonight's rendition of Gallatin Green Wave Basketball on WHI Radio. Of course, the big news here tonight is Gallatin, of course, trying to get in win number five on the season, but also for Gallatin head coach Bobby Luna, trying to pick up win number 500 at Gallatin High School. We're about 15 minutes away from tip-off here at Hunter's Lane as the Lady Wave will wrap up a big victory over Hunter's Lane. Austin? been a couple days since i've seen you how you doing today yeah man D- doing good glad to to be back on the on the hardwood and anxious to see coach Luna hopefully get his 500th win tonight we're going to jump right into it guys as we are just 14 minutes away from tip off i was able to catch up with i guess both of us austin miller and, and myself were able to catch up with bobby luna prior to the season we talked about all the big accomplishments that were uh, kind of headed his way and so we've kind of been holding that on tap from you guys and we've got that ready for you to play just here in a minute but he was able to talk about kind of his longevity being an ambassador at Gallatin High School and so much more so let's get that over to you that was Bobby Luna talking this is Bobby Luna talking about win number 500 potential win number 600 at Gallatin High School and being a great ambassador for the Green Wave. You're coming up on some milestones uh, as a head coach. You know, you're five wins away from 500 here at Gallatin. You're 15 yeah. away from six, 600 overall. I think yeah. I t- spoke with you after you got 550. Mm-hmm. And you made a little joke that the next big one was, was 600. So yeah. um, can you just reflect on I mean, you, you look at these plaques yeah. up here. Your first your first year, 7-21 yeah. at Warren County. And yeah. since then, it's basically been a run of 20-win seasons ever since then. Can you just reflect on your time, being in this moment, being in this position? You know, I thought you were going to be done when the Martin brothers graduated, but yeah. here you are a couple years later. So just walk me through just you know, up to this point. Yeah, you know, when I got into coaching, uh, I was 25 years old. I was going to save the world and change it. Um, you know, I learned real quickly, like you just said, we went 7-21 and 21 my first year, and I think there were a lot of things that changed, and I think <laughs> mostly it was me. But, uh, you know, I've, I've been blessed. I've never sat down and said I want to coach 20 years, 30 years. That, that never crossed my mind. I never really saw me coaching this amount of time. It's just that I've been fortunate, blessed. It, you know, there's a lot of things that go into being able to do it as long as I have. Uh, obviously, the school that I'm at has provided me the opportunity to do that. We've been blessed. We've had runs of great talent. We've had years of good talent. But I've always had good kids that were coachable, willing to, you know, 
try to do what we wanted to do. And that makes it, you know, where you're, you want to come back the next day, uh, you want to come back the next year. You know, and there's been times I've said to myself, hey, so-and-so's class is going to be the last one. There's nobody after that. Well, guess what? There's another group of freshmen that come in, uh, and, you know, and you think, well, I'm going to coach that group. Well, I want to coach this group. So I finally just had to quit saying, you know, there's a timetable. I'm year to year, obviously, <laughs> at my age. But, uh, you know, there, there's no timetable. Yeah. Um, to do it 33 years and this being my 34th uh, has been a blessing. Uh, you know, my family has totally committed to allowing me the opportunity to do this. My daughters and we're sitting here in my office and you can look around and you can see the pictures that they've drawn when they were five years old. You can see pictures, uh, you know, on the wall when they were here. Uh, so my wife, my daughters have totally committed to doing this and uh, allowing me to do this. Uh, my daughters have never been alive when I wasn't coaching. We've talked about before, hey, what would we do when I get out and Strangely, they're they're the first ones to say, "Don't, don't do it. Just just stay. We're good. We you know we've done this long enough. We have a routine. We know what it's like. Uh, just continue to do it." Um, I've been blessed as far as my health is concerned. Uh, you know, nothing that's ever been a setback. Uh, so so all of those things combined. Uh, it's, I've just been blessed and fortunate to get to do it and really, you know, fortunate to get to do it, you know, at Gallatin High School. I've only been in two schools. You know, I left Warren County, which I call my hometown, even though I didn't graduate high school there, coached there five years, and I really, you know, was interested in the job here in Gallatin. Everybody knows about Gallatin across the state of Tennessee, and uh, it has worked out well. Uh, I've been blessed, and I still enjoy it. It's a great place to work. We have great students. We have great teachers. We have great facilities. Uh, I love, you know, the facilities that we get to work in every day and you know uh we have the same challenges of every high school but uh hey these are teenagers and and they're a lot of fun they're silly uh I mean, believe me, we can, we can go to the locker room, they'll do something silly, and I just laugh. And, you know, they remind me what it's like to be a 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kid where I may think basketball is the world, and they be, may be worried about uh, algebra class, or they might be worried about a girl in algebra class. And, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm thinking, you're not running this play the correct way, and I, I really, you know, am frustrated with that. And they might have their mind on something totally uh, different. But, uh, you know, we can both coexist. Yeah. I can get them to hopefully do what I want them to do as a basketball ball player and they can still be a teenager too and that's a lot of fun assistant coaches play a vital role in that as well and you've had yeah. two and chris yeah. good and jojo smith who's been yeah. with you forever yeah i know uh zach i, I don't want to butcher his last name but Blendauer. he's been the last maybe three yeah. years mm -hmm. um he's been here but just the support that you have from two assistant coaches right. that, that don't even want your job they just want to make you better right i mean they just want to help you out well i'll be honest <laughs> i tried to give it to them uh there you know several years ago we we lost uh, eight seniors and we had a team coming back that was going to be really young and uh, you know and I, I I didn't really want to get out but I, I went to them and I said look guys you know you one of you can take this job as a head coach if you want to do that uh, I don't think it'd be a problem I'll stay for a year or two I'll handle all the administrative stuff until you guys are ready to do that uh, you know and I'll turn it over to you and uh, just just let me know and both declined and I so the only agreement we had at that point was I said okay don't you leave me I'm gonna stay don't you leave me leave me hanging when I've tried to give it to you and uh, so they didn't they both said hey coach we're here we're, we're gonna stay and uh, I don't remember the exact year but that was the year that uh, we had Ty and Cade 
I thought we might struggle that year. That was the year we went to the sectional game in Franklin. Yeah. And uh, so, and they played a big part in it. But, you know, we've been together for so long. And, uh, you know, the thing that makes it good, one, it's not a relationship of they say yes to everything that we do. Uh, if you look closely, you might even see uh, I, I bark a little on the bench. Uh, I, I know that's hard to believe. Uh, you know, if you've seen me, been around me, you've seen me. And, uh, but they don't say yes to everything that I say. And, uh, you know, they, they completely control the bench. Uh, they sub without, uh, que- I don't even question it. That's their job to keep up with fouls, foul trouble. They know what my philosophy is, but they sub and they get rotations. If they see, hey, coach, we, we've got this mismatch, we need to make an adjustment, they do that. And that comes from being together for as many years as we have. Uh, you know, they give me their opinion on things. Uh, there are times when they want to do things and I say no. There are times when I want to do things and they say no. Uh, they know at the end of the day I'm going to I'm gonna make the final decision, and I tell them this all the time. Uh, you know, they don't fire assistant coaches. Uh, they fire head coaches. But, uh, but no, it's a really good relationship. Uh, we're we're friends outside of Gallatin High School, but I think one thing that helps us a little bit, we don't spend a lot of time together outside of Gallatin High School. Uh, you know, we have different interests, uh, but when we're inside this building, uh, you know, it is a great working relationship. We understand each other, and I am blessed because I can't tell you another coaching staff anywhere in the state of Tennessee, or there may be some somewhere that has had assistant coaches uh, to stay as long as we have. And I've been very fortunate to have some really good uh, coaches with us. And, uh, you know, Coach Blendauer has come on board, and this is his fourth year, came in from Atlanta, has done a really good job, uh, gives us a different perspective on things. He is so good at the analytical side of things. Uh, if I put a film on there, I come in the next day. I mean, sometimes I put it on, uh, you know, at 5 o'clock in the morning, and uh, he'll come in and tell me something about the film, and I'm sitting there thinking, when did you have time to watch that? So he had to be watching early in the morning or between classes or something like that because, you know, even I put a film on uh, this morning at like 6 o'clock, and he'd already seen the whole thing, and I'm like, that's pretty good. He's very analytical. Uh, You know, he can tell me names of players, and sometimes I just recognize them as numbers, uh, but he can tell me name, size, how many points they've scored, and and it's so – so it's a great combination of coaches that work well together, and uh, I'm fortunate and pleased to have them. Gallatin High School has seen its fair share of great ambassadors. You're the next one in line. I know you probably didn't envision that when you took this job all those years ago. Here you are. You have your name on the court. I'm sure that was probably reluctant from you. Mm. You know, a nice little scribble out yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So just to kind of be that next great ambassador for Gallatin High School and a long line of great ambassadors, what does that, I guess, piggyback well, the last question mean to you? No doubt it's certainly an honor. Um, and, and I was not aware of that, and it's it's a really <laughs> unique story for a different time on how I found out about that. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I came to Gallatin High School, again, I told you, everybody knows about Gallatin. I wanted to come to Gallatin High School because I wanted to be in the same place as Jerry Vradenberg, Calvin Short, Dan P. Heron, walk the halls of where those those guys had been and, and you know, to honor uh, those men and what they've done. And, of course, you know, the, the Kim Kendricks and the Pat Webbs and uh, all of the coaches. But, you know, there, there, are, there are legendary teachers who have walked these halls. Richard Stevenson, uh, Rob Hosier, I mean, just just guys that you know. If you go into the community of Gallatin and you find someone who has uh, 
uh, gone to school here, and they'll ask you, hey, how are, how are these people doing? And I just wanted to be part of that. I obviously didn't know all of them before I got here, but I was, I was familiar with certain names. You know, they were just coming off of a great run with Coach Short in football, and he had won his last state championship in 92. I got here in 95. And I just want to be a part of that. And, and to see what tradition and, uh, you know, to see what pride is in your school and in your community, and that still exists. Uh, you know, we have so many people that support us uh, in our program financially and in other ways too i mean you you know you you can come to the games when we've got a good basketball team we're gonna have great crowds now uh you know i'll also say when we don't have a good basketball team they ain't coming to see mediocrity around here and that's okay i like it that way you know because uh you know they they want to they've seen success and they want to continue to see success and that drives you uh you know as a coach um, you know, I've had people ask me all the time, what drives you as a coach? And it's fear of failure. I'll be honest. I don't want to fail in a place where the people who have walked these hallways have been so successful because I would take that personally. So I don't want to fail. Uh, you know, some years we achieve at a greater level than others. But, you know, I want to make sure that, that we're never in a situation where I feel like we are failing as coaches, teachers, administrators, or whatever is on our campus. That was Gallatin head coach Bobby Luna prior to this season's start, talking about being an ambassador at Gallatin, winning number 500 at Gallatin High School, and then hopefully getting to number 600 Austin. We've only got about three and a half minutes till tip, so we keep this short, but you've been at Gallatin High School now for a number of years since moving in from East Tennessee. What have you picked up from a guy like Bobby Luna? You know, when I first moved there and not knowing him a lot, uh, he's kind of a timid a timid guy to talk to. If, yeah. if you don't know him well enough, um, you catch him at a bad time. You're like, man, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to that guy. He looks like in his bad mood. But you know, he's truly a great guy. And uh, for the past three years that I've been a part of the high school, and now that he and I have have not worked alongside each other, but been alongside each other for the past three years, it's it's always, hey coach, hey coach, hey, how you doing? Family good, stuff like that. And, um, for example, yesterday before the freshman game, I was in the I was in the gym and it was just he and I and we had a good twenty minute conversation just just about this year and and things and it's it's been great getting to know him and as I'm help with the medical staff as well, just seeing him on the sidelines at football, uh, coach baseball, I, he, he's always he's always there supporting his basketball players uh, on the diamond as well. So he, he's everywhere and he loves the green and gold uh, and he resembles what it means to be. Uh, a green way for life absolutely and he's always it seems like to me as an outsider looking and he's always got his it, the best interest in his guys heart and like you said he's not just a basketball coach he's there on the football sidelines he's there baseballs you know whatever it may be he loves supporting Gallatin High School and he he and his family have become like I said the latest ambassadors for this school and you know legends in their own right and eventually one of these days you know he's going to have a place in the TWSWA history well earned well deserved whenever that time comes but right now, enjoying watching greatness, enjoy watching uh, him lead these great young men at Gallatin High School as as uh, the Green Wave gets set to, for, for tip-off here tonight. Again, you know, going to try to move to 5-2 and two on the season, but try to get to win number 500 here at Gallatin High School. He had 90 wins coming in in 1995. He had 90 career wins at Warren County, and all of a sudden he's, he's sitting at five, 499 here at Gallatin High School. Obviously has set the record at Gallatin High School, now just building upon it and trying to get to 600 overall. And like I said, eventually we'll be a TWSWA Hall of Famer. But 
again, enjoy watching greatness, you know, right in front of our own eyes, Austin. Yeah, and you said it, watching greatness. And he, he resembles that, and he coaches like a great. He, he puts that mentality into his kids, and, and I believe his kids believe every single word he says because they know that he is great as well. Absolutely, and you know we haven't even talked about any of the players coming into tonight's game. What a win last week, or yeah, last week against Portland. Um, them going on the road, withstanding the the late furious comeback the Panthers had in order to get to four and two. Um, but well played game all, all throughout the entire team. Austin, what are you looking for tonight against Hunter's Lane? Yeah, that's what I talked to Coach Luna about the other night. We actually had a thirteen point lead with three minutes to go, and uh, two and ones, and I mean they cut it down to two possessions. Uh, Late, late in the game, so really just finishing the game and, and kind of what Coach Luna and I were talking about is the offense is finally getting comfortable mm-hmm. uh, in, in their in their own way, and, and I believe that DeCosta Rick, seven games in now, knows that he doesn't have to be the man that does it all. He's got teammates around him. He's got R.J. Crenshaw that's averaging eight points a game, Traverius Reed who's averaging nine, Isaiah Barr who's averaging ten, Logan Hessen who's averaging eight. So he's finally knowing that he doesn't have to do everything himself. And if it's not going for him, he can pass the ball and rack up the assists. And we, we can still win a lot of games. But back to what you said about this game, I'm going to use a football term. This game could easily be a trap game. Yeah. Going up against a team who's 2-5, and five, a former member of our district, no longer in our district. So continue to play our game, play the X and O's, and get the job done. And let's, let's head back to Gallatin for a big matchup against Stewart Creek on Friday at home. Of course, Gallatin head coach Bobby Luna entering his 29th season at Gallatin High School. Assistant coaches Chris Goo, JoJo Smith, and Zach Blindauer. Managers Micaiah Haskins and Kylie Whitaker. Trainer Trevor Cubbins. Clockman Bill Davis. Bookkeeper Rob Hosier. PA Mr. Tim Miner. Principal Dr. Rod Becker. Assistant principals Johnny Anderson, Julia Coots, Jason French, and Crystal Miller. And, and athletic directors Jason French and Philip Sanders. Austin, we kind of highlighted two players for Hunter's Lane. Kind of they do it all. Uh, for them. Who are those two guys for the Warriors? Yeah, and, and forgive us on the radio, but we were only given their last name. So, number 22, last name was Small. I mean, he averages 20 points a game and 10 rebounds. He is definitely their rock on the offense, and the ball is probably going to get to him every single drive, and I wouldn't be surprised if, once again, he tries to take this game away. But you've got some other guys like Cartwright, who's averaging 13 a game with four boards, and Booker on the defensive side, who's got 18 steals. But on the offensive side, as a point guard, he averages about four assists a, four assists a game. So they're moving the ball around, and, and they've been able to score. They've, they've scored 70 points in three or four games this year, but in their losses, they're only averaging about 40 and 50. So I believe if we continue to put the pressure on their offense, as, as we have done against Portland um, in, in the couple games prior, I think we're going to be just fine tonight. But I'm anxious to see this matchup, as this is an old district foe matchup. You mentioned Small averaging 20 points and 10 rebounds a game. Obviously, he's got to work through Logan Hessen tonight. So, Hessen has been big so far for the Green Wave, especially in the last two games. Going to need his play to rise up even more tonight if they want to come into this Hunter's Lane home gym and walk away with a victory as both of these teams now on the floor. Hunter's Lane huddling up. Gallatin's going to send out R.J. Crenshaw for the jump. Jumping for Hunter's Lane will be Brinkley. Zach, to our listeners from wherever they're listening to, it's basketball time in Tennessee. Jump ball won by Gallatin, picked up by Traverius Reed. He's quickly fouled. Loose ball foul on the jump ball. Reset. 
pickup foul on Booker for the Warriors as R.J. Crenshaw now on the sideline going to inbound it for the Green Wave. Crenshaw going to get it in to the front court to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks back over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw down low to Hessen. Hessen back out to Reed. Reed over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Watkins in the corner, and he turns it over. You know, real quick, Zach, as, as R.J. Crenshaw just got that ball, and he's pump faking. Coach Luna and I talked yesterday. He's having very good shot selections this year, and he's not forcing anything. That's why he's shooting 60% from three. Booker into the front court for the Warriors. Gets it over to his teammate McGill. McGill. Looking down low, gets it down low on the low block. One dribble inside the paint, throws it up, no good. Rebound, Kamari Watkins. Watkins gets it over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push into the front court. Ricks along the perimeter, throws it over to Watkins. Watkins over to Crenshaw on the corner. Thought about a three, but brings it back down. Tries to get it down low, but throws it away. Hunter, Hunter's Lane quickly on the fast break. Pull up, eight-footer. No good, too strong. Rebound, Gallatin. Pulled down by Traverius Reed. Reed into the front court. Working top of the key between the circles. Gets it over to Ricks. Ricks along the perimeter. Gets it to Crenshaw. Top of the key between the circles. Gets it over to Watkins. Watkins back to Crenshaw. Elbow. Jumper. No good. Rebound. Logan Hessen back out to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks wanted a three, but he brought it back down. Gets it back in the corner. Puts it up for three. Good. Bottom. DeCosta Ricks. Gave it over to Traverius Reed. Reed quickly back to Ricks in the corner who splashes from long range and breaks this scoreless tie. 3 nothing Gallatin. 6.35 and counting in this first quarter. Hunter's Lane nearly throws it away along the perimeter. Warriors have it. They want to drive baseline. Pulls up eight-footer along the wing. No good. Rebound, R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks going to push it into the front court. Guarded closely. Gets it over to Reed in the corner. Reed gets it down low to Logan Heston. That ball knocks out of bounds. Going to stay with the green wave. Zach, the ball movement on the Gallatin side of things is, is really, really good right now. At least six or seven passes almost each possession thus far. Reed gets it into Ricks on the inbounds. Ricks along the perimeter, back over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Ricks for long three. It's no good. Rebounds up. Still loose. Pulled down by Logan Hessen. Gets it out to DeCosta Ricks for three. No good. Rebound, R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw trying to get it out there. He's called. Excuse me, Hunter's Lane called for the loose ball foul. McGill didn't like it. Yeah, early Green Wave doing a good job of boxing out. Already up on Hunter's Lane on the board. Stat sheet 6-0. So, good job by our big man to putting the butt to body and boxing out thus far. R.J. Crenshaw going to side inbounds for the wave into DeCosta Ricks. Ricks wipes, wipes the left shoe, picks up a screen from Logan Hessen, gets to the cup, throws up the left-handed layup. No good, but the foul going to the line for two. What's DeCosta Ricks shooting free throw-wise this season, Austin? Do we have that? Yeah, going into last game, he was shooting 55% from the free throw line, so not great, not bad. The end of the game at Portland... Six in a row, probably up that. I didn't look at the updated. Uh, I think it's right about 60. First free throw up and good for Ricks. You're right. He, those six free throws he made in the fourth quarter at Portland, not to mention also Isaiah Barr's free throws clutch to help them get the win on the road. Ricks' second free throw up and good. Galton, 6 nothing, 554 and counting in this first quarter. Booker's going to push it into the front court for the Warriors. Guarded by Reed. He wants a screen. Doesn't take it. Tries to get baseline. Kicks it off to Small in the short corner. Small pulls it back out to the corner. Has that ball knocked away by Logan Hessen, who saves it going out of bounds. Ends up in the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks wants to push. Tries to get to the cup. Kicks it out to the Isaiah Barr in the corner for three. Too long. Rebound up. Pulled down by Small. Small kicks it out to Booker. 
Warriors going to push into the front court, get it out quickly down, but throw it away. They try to get it down to Battle, who was slashing to the cup, but Battle not able to hold on to it as the ball goes out of bounds. Hunter's laying in a full court press. Gallatin gets the ball in bounds. Still in the back court. They get it in the front court up to Logan Hessen. Hessen gets it up to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Traverius Reed. Reed back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw fakes out to DeCosta Ricks. Drives, but it's called for the turnover. Palming the ball is the call on Crenshaw. Hunter's Lane going to inbound it with 5.05 left in this opening quarter. Into the front court. He wants a screen. This time he uses a screen top of the perimeter. Kicks it over to Battle in the corner. Battle, guarded by Barr. Kicks it down low to Small. Small, high corner, kicks it out to the perimeter. Tries to go baseline, throws it away, but picked up by Hunter's Lane. Small, along the perimeter. One dribble, going to pull it out, guarded by Logan Hessen. Small, trying to go down low. Looking down low for a teammate, can't get it down. Can't get it there. Traverius Reed guarding Brinkley on the low block. Brinkley fighting. Call for the loose ball foul. Fell on Traverius Reed, but good job by Logan Hessens thus far shutting down small. As as we can see from up here, he's getting very disappointed that he can't get anything going or yep. nobody's doing setting a screen for him to, to make a shot. Brinkley and Small, your two big men for the, the Warriors right now as Hunter's Lane going to inbound it from up there under their own basket. Nearly throws it away. Ends up back in the hands of Booker. Booker trying to go down low to Small. He gets it down low. Middle of the paint. One dribble. Small nearly loses it. Picks it back up. Throws it in for two. Small gets Hunter's Lane on the board as Galton trying to break this full court press. Foul called on the Warriors on Owens Jr. Galton leading 5-2. 4-17 left to go in this first quarter. Small being a big guy, 6'4", 210. Uh, we've got a couple guys that can match up with him, but he, he's a little bit more broad. We, we've got to be some man, be a man down low today. DeCosta Ricks gets it into the front court, ends up in Barr's hands in the corner. Barr back to Ricks on the low block. Layup no good, gets his own rebound. And the foul, DeCosta Ricks going up strong for two and one as number three looking for three with 4.05 left to go in this first quarter. Yeah, good take right there by DeCosta Ricks missing the first shot, boxing out, getting his own rebound, going up and drawing a foul on Booker, which is his second thus far. Ricks free throw up and good. 8-2 ball game, 4.05 left in this first quarter. Ricks has got all eight points for the Green Wave in the first quarter. When you got the hot hand, feed him. Hunter's Lane's seal is going to bring it into the front court for the Warriors. Tries to get along the perimeter. He does to a teammate. Picks up a screen top of the key. Hunter's Lane working that perimeter, trying to get it to the corner. They can't. Ball nearly thrown away. Warriors along the perimeter, trying to get baseline. Got to work top of the key. Ball loose. Picked up by Hunter's Lane. Around the mid-stripe. It's going top of the key, trying to get middle. 18-footer pull up. No good. Rebound still alive. Pulled down by the Warriors. Inside the paint. Three seconds. They kick it back out along the perimeter. Small in the corner. Guarded by Logan Hessen. Trying to get it to Brinkley on the low block. He does. Guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Brinkley gets into the paint. Kicks it out to a teammate along the perimeter. As Hunter's Lane still looking for a shot. Small at the free throw line extended. That's Goes charge. up. We got it. Charge is the call. DeCosta Ricks stepping in to take the charge on Small who caught it. 15 foot. One dribble. 
ran into DeCosta Ricks. Ricks was waiting for Small. What a job right there by DeCosta Ricks being much smaller than Small to absorb the the contact and take a, a darn good charge right there. Eason in for the Warriors. Maxwell Moore in for the Green Wave. Going to inbound it. Oak to Isaiah Barr. Barr loses that basketball. Ends up in the hands of Hunter's Lane. Warriors going to throw it away. Picked up. Nope. Ball still loose. Ends up in the hands of the Warriors. It was loose about at the 15-foot mark. Ends up in the hands of Owens Jr. at the top of the key. He kicks it over to Booker. Booker fouled between the circles. About 25 feet away from the basket. Fouls on Reed. That is that's already his second foul. Devontae Harris and Zach Wakefield into the game for the Green Wave. Hunters Lane gonna inbound it into the backcourt. Owens Jr. gonna walk it into the front court, guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Owens Jr. Get along the perimeter. Kicks it over to Small. Small trying to work toward the baseline. Can't get it out. Kicks it out to his teammate. Along the perimeter nearly throws it away. Hunters Lane going to pull it for a deep three. No good. Ball's loose. Picked up by Zach Wakefield. Wakefield gets it into the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks kicks it over to Harris in the corner. Harris just checking in for the first time. Gets it up to Zach Wakefield between the circles. Wakefield gets it over to DeCosta Ricks along the perimeter. Ricks throws it away. Looks like he wanted Wakefield to stay in that corner. Wakefield then worked his way top of the key, and that ball's thrown away. He did. As, as Hunter's Lane's playing a zone, you, you got a freshman over there. He's still getting used to this high school ball. So it was a bad pass on the Costa Ricks part as well, but just knowing the zone defense. Seals and battle in at guard for Hunter's Lane. They're trying to get it down low to small. That ball is thrown away, picked off by Logan Hessen. Hessen gets it up to Ricks quickly. Ricks wants to push on the fast break, attacks the basket. Foul is the call on the Warriors, who cannot believe it. Ricks attacking on the fast break, has that ball knocked away. Ref saying they got all hand. They're going to send number three to the charity stripe for two. Yeah, he, he definitely was not happy that the foul was caught on him, but it was, it was a clear foul. Ricks, first free throw, no good. Back iron, too strong. You know, I, I almost said trying to stay 100% on the night, but I was like, I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, don't jinx it. He had made 10 in a row until that miss <laughs> going back to the Portland game. Rick's second free throw up and good as Galton now out to a 9-2 lead. 2.02 left in this first quarter. Hunter's Lane going to get it quickly into the front court. Top of the key guarded by Zach Wakefield. Wakefield trying to stay in front of battle. He does. Picks up a screen top of the key. Now guarded by Devontae Harris. Ball gets out to Owens Jr., Junior, top of the key, looking for his teammate Seals. He does along the perimeter. Seals works it to the left side, kicks it over the corner to battle, looking for three. Instead, pulls it down, works top of the key. Guarded by Wakefield, trying to get it down low. They do get it down low. Loose ball, foul is the call on Devonta Harris. Definitely had a little mismatch down there as Devonta Harris is more of the guard type player and he's. He's guarding a post player, and he tries to jump the pass and just gets a little too much body. Seals going to inbound it for Hunter's Lane. Going to kick out for three. Too short. No good pull down by Hunter's Lane. Seals with the, in, with the ball in the corner. Works it back out. Pulls top of the key. Between the circles, going to call out the play. Guarded by Zach Wakefield. He gets it over to Owens Jr. 
Junior calling out of play. Wants a screen from Small. Gets a screen from Small. They kick it down to Small. 15 foot. Small kicks it back out to battle for three corner. No good. Too short. Rebounded by Small. Small. Wild with the dribble, but still gets it out to his teammate Owens Jr. along the perimeter. And Jr. wants to reset. Clock under a minute. As Small now going to take the corner three. Too strong. Pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Moore gets it over to Ricks. Ricks wants to push on the fast break. Nearly loses it, but gets it out to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw resets, gets it back over to Ricks. Ricks is going to pull out. Ricks over to Crenshaw in the corner for three. Number double zero in and out. Halfway down and pops out for Crenshaw as Hunter's Lane pulls down the rebound. Into the front court are the Warriors along the perimeter. Looking for that high-low action. They get it to Small along the 15-foot line. He drives, throws up the shot. No good. Ball knocked out of bounds. Going to stay with Hunter's Lane. They're doing a really good job of getting Small the ball at the free-throw line and then basically asking Small to work inside to start their offense as Hunter's Lane going to throw their inbounds pass away. R.J. Crenshaw with the steal. Has the ball poked away, but Hunter's Lane called for the loose ball foul. That's on Owens Jr. That is his second as well, but go back to what you said. They're getting small the ball at the charity stripe, and our defense is doing a good job of closing in on him and, and not just letting him drive to the basket for an easy layup. We're forcing him to make bad shots. R.J. Crenshaw going to step to the line as Hunter's Lane has now entered into the double bonus. Devontae Harris going to check in for the green wave as Crenshaw's first free throw up and no good as Harris checks in for Ricks. I'm sure Ricks going to get a quick swig of water and then get back on the floor. Crenshaw shooting 75% from the line this year, so that's that's really a, a rare miss from the free throw line for R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw's second free throw up and good for the senior. Gallatin now leading 10-2. Clock under 20 seconds in this first quarter as Hunter's Lane brings it into the front court. Top of the key between the circles. They're trying to go down low. Along the perimeter is Small, or excuse me, is Walton. Walton. Three seconds, two seconds. I don't think he sees the clock. They're not going to get a shot off as Gallatin ends this first quarter. 10-2, to two. Walton. I don't think knew how much time was left on the clock, Austin. No, I don't think he did it either, but that possession right there, highlights the point of what I was going to say is good job by our defense that whole first quarter of, of trapping and closing in and not allowing them to drive to the basket for an easy shot and we're forcing up bad threes jump shots that, that just aren't really makeable and that, that's why we hit them to two points here in the first quarter other scores of interest from around the league Tennessee getting a 87-66 to win over George Mason Predators and Blackhawks just dropped ice 14.05 left to go in the first period Bucks leading the Knicks 75 to 72 in the end season tournament uh, quarterfinal round. Oklahoma's all over Providence 65 to 46. Uh, Florida all over Merrimick. Trying to I'm trying to find other scores. Number two Kansas up on Kansas City with ease. Um, trying to find some other scores. Austin up Illinois. There's one Illinois defeating Florida Atlantic 98 to 89. Two teams ranked in the top 20 as we get this second quarter. Started here shortly, Austin. And as the Vols host Illinois this Saturday in Thompson Bowen, I'm still going to call it Thompson Bowen. They call it Food City <laughs> Center now, but it'll always be Thompson Bowen to me. It'll always be Thompson Bowen. You know, University of Tennessee also playing some big volleyball. Got some big volleyball coming up 
They play Texas at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Got a chance to move into the lead eight of the NCAA volleyball tournament. So shout out to the Lady Vols as well. They've had a heck of a season this year, Austin. They have as as they knocked off sort of one of our local teams, WKU, yep. in the round of 32. Not sure what the holdup is here to start the second quarter, but referee at the scorer's table. Going to switch possession, going to give it to Hunter's Lane. They were originally going to give the ball to Gallatin. Hunter's Lane going to inbound it into the front court. Go the Warriors. Walton along the perimeter. Gets a screen, gets to the middle. Dishes down low to his man wide open on the block. Instead has to kick it back out to the perimeter. His battle. Battle shot up and no good. Pulled down by Kamari Watkins. Gets it into the hands of Costa Ricks. Ricks hit by dribble into the front court. Throws up the fist. Sets the offense against the 2-3 zone defense as R.J. Crenshaw has the ball in the corner. Working it. Gets it back over to Devonta Harris. Harris cuts into the middle. Throws up a shot. No good. Pulled down by the Warriors. Then Harris called for the loose ball foul on the rebound. Not a bad job right there as Devontae Harris made a move and and cut into the lane and, and threw up a shot, but I believe Small got a piece of it, and then Harris fouled, fouled Small for, for blo after blocking his shot. Javarius Reed back into the game for the green wave as Hunter's Lane work into the front court. Trying to work baseline, does go baseline, tries to kick it out, does to the perimeter for three. Hunter's Lane, no good. Pulled down by DeCosta Ricks. Ricks trying to get it up, can't. Instead has to bail out to R.J. Crenshaw along the mid-stripe line. Crenshaw to Hanson in the corner, thought about a three. Instead pulls it down, back out to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks to Reed. Reed along the perimeter. Looking for a teammate, gets it between the circles to Crenshaw. Crenshaw along to Hanson. Hanson surveying. Gets over to Ricks, top of the key. Ricks between the legs, one dribble, pulls it back out. Gives it over to Reed. Reed along the perimeter. Gives it back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Ricks. Ricks going to drive baseline, eight-footer pull up. Good. Little runner there from DeCosta Ricks is good. Great ball movement and way to find an open shot. DaCosta and just throw it up like you said, a little floater. Look good. Hunter's Lane into the front court trying to get to the cup. Kent has the ball knocked away off of Hunter's Lane is the call. Going to go to Gallatin. Good defense right there from Marshall Hansen as it, as it hit off the Hunter's Lane guy. He, Hunter's Lane guy went to save it. and Marshall Hansen just trying to box them out and didn't let, give him a chance to throw it back in. Marshall Hansen going to inbound to DaCosta Ricks. Ricks. Going to be met at the midcourt stripe. A little hip-high dribble. Picks up a screen from Logan Hessen. Top of the key. Gets it over to Traverius Reed. Reed back to Ricks. Ricks to Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Reed. Over to Hanson. Into Ricks' hands in the corner. He wants a three. No good. Pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw kicks it back out to Reed. Reed back over to Ricks. Ricks to Reed. Reed going to work left side. Going to throw back to Ricks along the perimeter. Ricks. One dribble, nearly throws away, ends up back in the hands of Javarius Reed. Reed, back over to Crenshaw, he gives it back to Ricks. Ricks gets it down low to Hessen, who kicks it back out to Marshall Hansen for three along the perimeter. No good. Pulled down by Small. 5.33 and counting in this first half. Hunter's Lane quickly into the front court. Throws it, going to slash, 12-footer. Back out to the perimeter. Go to the Warriors. Down, down on the low block to Small, guarded by Hansen. Small throws it up. No good. Pulled down by Ricks. Ricks going to push into the front court. Gets it over to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw back to Ricks. Ricks over to Hanson. 
Hanson to Reed in the corner for three. No good. Rebound. Ball still loose. That's knocked us. out of bounds. That's us. Going to stay with Gallatin. Hessen looked like he pulled down the rebound, but the ball was knocked out by Hunter's lane player. We're doing a good job of boxing out early and, yeah. and getting boards and at least getting our hands on the ball. That, that time it was knocked out of our hand, but, but good job down low. Crenshaw gets it over to Ricks. Ricks back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking down low. Can't get it down low. Swings it to Maxwell Moore, who gives it to Trevarius Reed. Reed back to Ricks. Ricks in the corner looking for Reed down low. Can't get it to him. Wave just passing along the perimeter. Ends up in the hands of Trevarius Reed. Reed called for the walk. As he tried to go baseline. Hard to see from up here on the other end of the court and, and elevated from the court. I, I, I can't say he did or didn't right there. Booker going to push it into the front court for Hunter's Lane, guarded by Traverius Reed. Booker running the offense, ha having his guard switch sides of, the, sides of the floor. Booker trying to pick up a screen from small. Traverius Reed doing a really good job of working around it. Booker trying to get middle, spins middle, throws up a little runner, no good. Rebound still loose, pulled down by Gallatin. Ends up in the hands of Costa Ricks. He throws it up ahead to Maxwell Moore. Moore. Nearly loses it. Ends up back in the hands of DaCosta Ricks for the corner three. Good. Bang. DaCosta Ricks cashing in from the corner. And the green wave out to a 15-2 lead. Just under four minutes to go in this first half. Booker into the front court for the Warriors. He wants a screen from Small. Small standing at the free throw line. Booker gets it over to his teammate McGill in the corner. McGill. Back top of the key to Walton. Walton along the perimeter. Couple dribbles, but going nowhere. Guarded by Maxwell Moore. Walton working down low. Gets it down low to Small. But Hessen called for the off-ball foul as R.J. Crenshaw blocked that small shot into the head of the referee. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. And Hunter's Lane will inbound it underneath their own basket with 3.32 left to go in this first half. Booker. Inbounds it to Small. Small, close to the basket, called for the travel. Logan Hessen's doing a really good job of guarding Small down low. and Like that last possession, they got the ball to Small. Unfortunately, it was a foul on Hessen, but we're forcing them to get the ball down to him, and, and he's not liking it out there. Hunter's Lane going to go with a half-court trap. Gallatin breaks it easily as R.J. Crenshaw has it into the corner along the perimeter. Going to pass it to Javarius Reed. Reed gives it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore back to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Reed in the corner. Guarded closely. Has to get it out of there. He does. Top of the key between the circles. Gives it back to DaCosta Ricks. 3-0-4 counting in this first half. Gallatin leading 15-2. DaCosta Ricks throws up the fist. He wants the play. He wants somebody to come give him a screen. RJ Crenshaw comes up. Kicks it over to Travarius Reed. Reed gets a screen from Maxwell Moore. He gives it over to DaCosta Ricks. Ricks throws up three. Good. Money. DaCosta Ricks. Trey ball from the perimeter. 18-2. Gallatin leads. 2.41 and counting. Hunter's Lane into the front court. Walton along the perimeter. Loses the ball. Ball picked up by DaCosta Ricks. Ricks quickly up to the cup. Throws up a wild shot. No foul is the call. But ball bounces off an own Hunter's Lane player out of bounds. Ball doesn't lie, Austin. Ball does not lie, and DeCosta Ricks clearly got fouled on that, but but what a half so far by DeCosta Ricks. 17 points already. 17 of the 18 Greenway points. As number three going to inbound it underneath his own basket. 
kicks it over to R.J. Crenshaw in the corner for a three. Thought about it. Instead, going to kick it out to Isaiah Barr, who gets it back over to Ricks along the perimeter. Ricks to Crenshaw for the 15-footer. No good. Rebound knocked out of there by Logan Hessen. Ends up in the hands of Isaiah Barr, who kicks it over to DaCosta Ricks for another three. From deep, DaCosta Ricks continuing his hot hand in this first half. As Gallatin out to a 21-2 lead. Two minutes left to go in this first half. Booker picks up the screen from his teammate Brinkley. Ends up in the hands of Small. Small along the perimeter. Has to get it down low to Brinkley. He does Jump along ball. the low block. Jump ball. Jump ball is the call. R.J. Crenshaw putting his hands in there to grab that one. Go back to my pregame talking to Coach Luna yesterday about DeCosta Ricks. When he has a game like this, we're going to let him do his thing because he's got the hot hand. But not only when he's not having a game like this, he can rely on the teammates. But great to see DeCosta Ricks perform like this in the first half. Hunters Lane gets the ball inbounds. Ends up in the corner. The ball thrown away. Ends up in the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks gets it up to Maxwell Moore. Maxwell Moore cashes in on the fast break right-handed layup. And Gallatin leads 23-2. Hunters Lane quickly into the front court. They're going to work perimeter. Going to pull up 14-footer right side. Good. Shot good from Owens Jr. As Hunters Lane trims this deficit to 23-4. Warriors going with the half-court press. Gallatin breaks it quickly as Logan Hessen goes up strong for the left-handed layup. No good. Pulled down by Small. Hunters Lane quickly into the front court. Ball knocked, knocked loose. That's us. Hunters Lane is the call going to stay down here closest to us as Isaiah, as Isaiah Barr knocked that ball loose out of bounds as Booker guarded by number 14 Isaiah Barr into the front court Booker trying to shake loose can't shake loose picks up a screen top of the key between the circles Booker to small at the free throw line small guarded by Hessen pulls it out thought about a three instead kicks it back to Booker top of the screen Booker takes the screen, tries to work right, gets to low block, does. Hunter's Lane up. Nice little move there, a little up and under from Brinkley, but he can't cash in trying to work to the right side as that ball goes out of bounds. Going to stay with the Warriors. As Booker going to inbound it. Going to inbound it to Small on the low block. Isaiah Barr going for the steal, call for the loose ball foul there. You know, like like mentioned a few minutes ago, we're going up strong and getting a lot of boards, but they're just being aggressive with their hands and, and knocking them out. We just got to be stronger bringing the rebounds down. Hunter's Lane going to throw their inbounds away. R.J. Crenshaw then loses it on the steal as Hunter's Lane nearly throwing it away. This ball's loose. Ends up back in the hands of R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw kicks it ahead to Maxwell Moore. Moore on the fast break. Attacks the glass. Foul is the call. Number 15, Trammell, coming across the lane to prevent number 20 from scoring two there. But nevertheless, Maxwell Moore will head to the line 4-2 with 10.3 seconds left in this first half. Yeah, Max, Maxwell Moore, a guy right there who could have easily threw down a jam. He gets fouled blatantly and goes to the line. First free throw up and good for Maxwell Moore. As Gallatin. Out to a 20-point lead. Moore trying to make it 21. Second free throw up and good. 
as Hunter's Lane inbounds it quickly. Warriors working into the front court. Marge is being too aggressive on defense. He's, he's poking too much, being a little too handsy. He picks up his second reach-in foul. Hunter's Lane going to side inbounds it. They get it in with three seconds. Owens Jr. going to throw it from half court. No good. Rebound pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. And that's going to do it for the first half as Gallatin out to a 25-4 lead. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. Lane High School is the Gallatin Green Wave lead 25 to 4 here at Hunters Lane at halftime. Austin DeCosta Ricks came out hot, scored 17 of the first 18 points, a couple from long range, a couple attacking the basket, also was able to dish it off to Maxwell Moore, get him a bucket as well. So scoring and assisting has been the name of the game for DeCosta Ricks number three tonight. What have you seen from the first half so far from the Green Wave? I've seen a lot of DeCosta Ricks. Uh, yeah. up tw 20 points. And already hit four four threes, but if they're not going to guard him, then then shoot it. And when they have decided to come out and guard him and force him to not take a shot, he has made some good passes, as you mentioned, to the one to Maxwell Moore while he's driving down the lane. Just a hustle play by Maxwell Moore. He gets it to him, and he throws up a right-handed layup, and he makes it as Maxwell Moore has four points and R.J. Crenshaw has one. But the, the tell of the first half is the man himself, DeCosta Ricks, with, with 20 points. Defensively, we knew what we had to do. We knew we had to limit small on the low block. Came in averaging 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10.8, so closer to 11. And not a, Logan Hessen has done a really good job. But team, dif, team D, it's hard to be upset with only giving up four points in the first half. Yeah, only four points given up, and we have only we have only allowed them to have eight boards. So we're doing a good job of boxing out. And small only has two points, and Owens Jr. has two points, but small has six boards. Uh, that's been the highlight of their game is, is his six boards. But like you said, shout out to Logan Hessen for doing a good job guarding small. And Logan Hessen being a guy who has had two double-doubles in back-to-back -back games, uh, he hasn't scored any points. He's got two rebounds. But most importantly, he's playing really good defense right now on small. You know, it feels like if this game keeps going the way that, that it should keep going, that this could be an opportunity to get some guys in that maybe don't get to see a lot of playing time. Maybe this could be a game where you empty the bench um, do you see that happening tonight if, if, if Coach Luna gets the opportunity? Yeah, if, if, if it happens, it happens. And it's always good to have a game like this so you can get those guys opportunities to hit the floor and see what they do in a game-like situation because, unfortunately, it's, it's a game of sports. You never know uh, what's going to happen with somebody gets sick, somebody has an injury. So you got to know who you can rely on that's on the bench that maybe you can put in a game situation and knows the offense and knows how to run it and can play at this intensity of the game at the high school level. 
Absolutely, and uh, like you said, there's there's no replication for actual game reps. Um, and so if you can get that tonight, because you know Hunter Lane is going to play their guys all the way through. So, you know, if you're able to not only, you know, clear out your bench, not only do you get them valuable minutes, but you get them valuable minutes against likely their starters. So it's, you know, yes, there, there is a scoring discrepancy on the scoreboard right now between both uh, both starting units, but you'd like to think if, if Gallatin is able to empty their bench and play, you know, their ninth, 10th, 11th guy, that maybe there isn't that big of a discrepancy and that those guys can get some real work in tonight. Right, and it's always good to see the, the young guys that put in the hard work and, you know, during the week, most of the week, they're probably the, um, quote-unquote, the practice dummies. Yeah, they're, they're the unsung heroes. Right, they're, they're, the, they're the bird dogs, as we say in football, and um, they're, they're the scout team. So they put in, if you talk to any head coach at any level, football, baseball, basketball, those guys that put in the work as essentially a practice squad member or a bench guy, they're, they're as much valuable to the team as a starter is. So definitely want to see some of those guys get in. And even if they don't score, it's it's still the, the chance to play at the high school level. We mentioned off air. Uh, well, I guess I asked you. I kind of confirmed it. But on Friday, they're going to honor Coach Luna um, with the naming of the court. What do you know about that, Austin? Yeah, so I believe it's going to happen at 630. Um, I believe that's just a tentative time that may be between. It might be at halftime of the girls game but to honor coach luna his court essentially the the naming rights is his and they're gonna present him with the court and i'm sure if if the green wave hold on and get this win uh, i'm sure there'll be a special presentation for his 500th win at at gallatin as well and and what an awesome achievement to to have your own court to be able to play on your own court when you're still coaching a lot of the times it, it happens when you're gone such as i hate to mentioned it but florida at billy donovan billy donovan court i believe maybe his last year or the year after he left they started naming it after him but the legendary coach summit has her court named after her and uh it's even though he's not at the college college level he is he has achieved something that not not many do absolutely well said <clears throat> excuse me you know as far as this game is concerned uh, one team is one team is better than the other uh you can clearly see that Gallatin, obviously, um, kind of doing whatever they want to. I mean, they're up 25 to four. You know, defensively, they they've played exceptional basketball. I think they gave up just two points in the first quarter and two points in the second quarter. And, and a lot of it wasn't just a lot of missed shots. It was a lot of you know turning the, turning them over. A lot of um, you know one shot opportunities. I don't know that Hunter's Lane got. Maybe they got an offensive rebound, but I don't know that they got second shot opportunities on that offensive rebound. They might have thrown it away or had the ball poked away. I just thought defensively they played a really good half, first half, Austin. Yeah, we did. And not Hunter's Lane isn't a bad basketball team. Uh, as you and I were looking at the max preps before the game, uh, even though they're 2-5, and five, they've got two wins over Stratford and Northeast. But they played Station Camp in Westmoreland to right at a 13-point at a game and they, they put 50 points on, on both of those teams. So I believe they don't know what to do right now, only having four points at the half, and they have not played a team that has a defense like this this year. And, and good job to Gallatin because you and I have been calling for our defense to put on more pressure and put on more steam in the last two games that we have. So, I mean, look, Portland only scored 48, and we've got Hunter's Lane at four points at the half. So, um, you and I are both big Tennessee fans, and Tennessee basketball has a top five defense in the country, and 
that wins them a lot of games. And once we get into district play, defense is going to win us a lot of games if we continue to play and and put a lot of pressure on teams like we are tonight and that we have against Portland. Three big games coming up for Gallatin. Uh, two of two of them at home. We mentioned Friday's game against Stewart's Creek. Then next Tuesday, December twelfth, against Lebanon, and then who's obviously going to be looking for a little bit of revenge after what Gallatin did to them, beating them sixty-seven to thirty-two uh, on November twenty-eighth. And then on the road at Station Camp for the first, you know, in, inner-city rivalry game. These two teams no longer in the same district, so it's not district. You're not competing for district standings. You're just competing for bragging rights at that point, Austin. You are. You're you're playing for Gallatin because. Until Liberty Creek was was made and envied, it was it was Gallatin the station camp for the Battle of the Mayor's Cup, and you know it, it's going to be a ruckus crowd. If you've never been to station camp, it's very small. Yeah, it's going to be loud. It's going to be a good atmosphere because as most rivalry high schools, they they don't we don't like each other, and whether it be in any sport, we're getting lacrosse next year. I'm sure <laughs> that's the only sport we'll like each other because I think it's going to be a co-op team between station and Gallatin. <laughs> but any other sport, we're just – it's a rivalry. That's how it should be, and you should have a chip on your shoulder to play those types of games. Absolutely. 145 and counting until halftime, so we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Green Wave Network on whinradio.com. this second half starts but we got a special word from one of our Greenway fans so take it away Tsunami leader welcome back to the game there you go Hayden Foster Tsunami leader welcome us back from halftime there as Gallatin and Hunters Lane make their way onto the court Gallatin gonna get possession to start this second half as RJ Crenshaw gonna inbound it to Traverius Reed Reed over to Watkins. Watkins gives it to Crenshaw in the corner for three. Watkins gives it back over to Ricks. Ricks to Watkins. Nice Watkins pass. back to Crenshaw for three. No good. Rebound still loose. Pulled down by Logan Hessen. Hessen called. Oh, jump ball is the call. Can't tell who the possession arrow belongs to. Good good pass right there by, by Kamari Watkins to find a wide open RJ Crenshaw in the corner. Hunter's laying into the front court quickly. Galton coming out in a man-to-man defense. Hunters Lane wants a screen, top of the key. They get a screen. Booker gives over to Small. Small driving to the right side, throws a blue runner. Good. Small getting Hunters Lane on the board first as the Warriors come out in what looked to be a full-court trap, but they dropped off. Acosta Ricks going to bring it into the front court, picks up a screen from Logan Hessen. Ricks gets it over Traverius Reed in the perimeter. Reed going to kick it over to R.J. Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw back to Reed. Reed. Going to work it middle. Over to Ricks. Ricks to Kamari Watkins. Watkins down low. Nice pass to Logan Hessen. Fake the three. Logan Hessen was wide open for the left-handed layup. 
as Gallatin scores their first points of the second half. Hunter's Lane into the front court, nearly throws it away. Ends up in the hands of Jolly. Jolly going to attack Glass, throws up a little runner, no good. Wild shot pulled down by Logan Hessen. Hessen gets it to Ricks. Ricks quickly up to the court, gets it to Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Watkins. Watkins to Reed. Reed to Hessen. Hessen top of the key. Back to Watkins. Watkins to Reed. Reed pulls up perimeter three. Too short. Rebound pulled down by Lebanon. Ball's loose. Ends up quickly into the front court for the Warriors. Tack Glass. That's a travel. Travel is the call. He wanted the Euro step. Took an extra step. And that is a walk. Zach, you know you and I have a good relationship, but you said the ball was taken away by Lebanon. We are playing Hunter's Lane. <laughs> <laughs> As Traverius Reed into the front court. Gets it over to Hessen. Hessen going to hand off to DeCosta Ricks. Ricks going to get to the middle. Kicks it out to Kamari Watkins in the corner for three. In and out. No good. Pulled down by Brinkley. Brinkley gets it to Booker. Booker into the front court. Guarded by Reed. Top of the key. Gets it down low to Small. Foul call on the entry pass on Logan Hessen. Honestly, not a bad foul right there because Logan Hessen got beat by Small down low. It was going to be a wide open layup. So, you don't hear that much as a good foul in high school, but that, that saved two free points right there. Gallatin leading 27-6. 6 left. Hunter's Lane nearly throws it away. Ends up in Owens' hands at the top of the key. Owens has to kick it, kick it into the corner. Thought about a three. Going to drive middle. Pull up eight-footer. No good. Rebound pulled down by Traverius Reed. Reed going to push quickly. Looking ahead. Gets it down to Kamari Watkins. Watkins what up for two. Pass. Way to run the floor. Big fella. Kamari Watkins connecting on the right-handed layup. And Hunter's Lane going to push it into the front court. Booker wants a screen top of the key. Uses it. Kicks it over to the corner. Works middle. Gets middle. Booker now back out to the perimeter. Kicks it down low to Small. Small 12-foot out on the left side. Has to pull it out. Guarded by Hessen. 18-footer pull-up jumper. Good. Nice little move there from Small. Who cashes in from just inside the three-point arc. Javarius Reed with the ball into the front court. Picks up a screen from Logan Hessen along the perimeter. Gives it in the hands of Kamari Watkins. Watkins kicks it out to R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw looking down low. Instead, stays along the perimeter. Ball ends, in the, ends up in the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Ricks working his defender. Kicks it over to Traverius Reed. Reed pulls inside the three-point arc. Jumper no good. Rebound pulled down by Brinkley. And loose ball foul on Hessen. His third. It's his third. I believe he's coming out for Maxwell Moore. Just over the back right there. The dude done a better job of boxing out. You just got to let him have, have that board and don't get your third foul. Maxwell Moore into the game for the Green Wave. And with that, Bobby Luna going to call a timeout. We're not going to take a break. It's a quick timeout here from Coach Luna. Austin, a little bit of a slow start in this second half, but you're up by 21 at halftime. You expect maybe a little bit of a lull coming out of the locker room. And I think maybe that's what we've seen so far. Yeah, you go into the locker room up, whatever it was, like you said, 21, 24, and you come out with a slow start and you kind of feel like it's going to be the same story in the first half of you're going to be able to do anything and everything you want against this team. But like you, like you and I said, they have nothing to lose. They're going to play their starters this whole second half. So, you know, they're going to come out and try to avoid the embarrassment of, of only scoring four points in the first half as they've already matched that total four minutes into this third quarter. 29-8, to 4.54 left to go in this third quarter. Gallatin leading as... Green Wave come out of a timeout. Ball 
It's going to be in the hands of the Warriors as Eason checking in, gets it into Booker. Booker hit by dribble into the front court for the Warriors. Booker calling for a screen from Small. Instead, kicks it over to Walton. Walton, top of the key, guarded by Crenshaw. Walton trying to work Crenshaw. Can't get too much, into the, ends up in the corner. Now guarded by Maxwell Moore. Walton just dribbling along the perimeter. Has to kick it back out to Booker. Booker along the volleyball line, just dribbling around. Booker back to Walton. Walton, top of the key. Trying to get it somewhere. Finally gets it to the free throw line of Small. Small, guarded by Watkins. Pulls it back out to the three-point arc. Couple dribbles. Step back, three, no good. Pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw gets it out to Ricks. Ricks wants to push. Gets it ahead quickly to Watkins. Watkins throws it up for two. Running the floor again for number four as he gets his fourth point of this basketball game. Hunter's Lane going to attack the cup right side. Nice little layup there from Booker as he puts it in for two for the Warriors. R.J. Crenshaw gets it in. Ball ends up back in Crenshaw's hands into the front court. Crenshaw going to hand off to Ricks. Ricks throws up his fist. Gets a screen from Kamari Watkins. Ends up in the hands of Crenshaw on the corner. Crenshaw up to Reed. Top of the key. Surveys. Looks. Working that zone defense. Gets it over to Crenshaw. Crenshaw to Watkins on the low block. Spins. Has to get back, get back out to Crenshaw. Crenshaw one dribble. Pulls up. No good. Rebounds loose. Ends up in the hands of Crenshaw. And goes off his foot. Good job out there by Crenshaw by following a shot. Gave, gave up a three-pointer to take two dribbles and take a 14-foot jumper. Just hit the back iron. Hunter's laying into the front court. It's Booker guarded by Reed. Booker trying to get it down to Small. He does. Working baseline. He throws up a little shot. It's good. He's out. Felt like he was out of control there, but no foul either way. But Hunter's Lane then called for the foul on the inbounds. Yeah, I agree with you. He was out of control, and Kamari Watkins was set and took a good charge. Of blocker, blocker charge, one of the two. It's, it, it's got to be something. One of the two, as he was clearly there. Like I said, call a blocker charge or something, but nevertheless, they let a play on. 31-12 Gallatin. Travis Reed into the front court. Wanting to run the offense. Four guards along the perimeter. He's got Maxwell Moore as his lone post. Reed working that perimeter. Gets it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr back to Reed. Reed gets in. Little eight-footer pull up. No good. Rebound pulled down by Hunter's Lane. Quickly into the fast break are the Warriors. Up and, up and in for two. I believe that was McGill who scored for the Warriors. As Traverius Reed into the front court. Coach Luna going to call another timeout. He's not happy with his green wave as Gallatin gives up an easy bucket there. The defensive pressure that we talked so much about at the halftime is, is not showing so far in the third quarter. It's tough to come out, you know, 25-4 to four lead at, at the break. You come out, you're thinking it's going to be much of the same in the second half. But like you said, Hunter's Lane has nothing to lose. They're going to they're gonna play as hard as they can. They want to cut this out. They don't want Bobby Luna to get number 500 on their court. And uh, they're playing like it here in this second half as they, as they have already scored 10 points in this third quarter, more than doubling what they scored in the first two, quarter, two quarters as the Gallatin cheerleaders out to try to cheer on this Green Wave fan base who is in attendance supporting this team. Definitely outnumbered the Hunters Lane Warriors fan base by at least double. Which is a little bit hard to believe. 
as the away team. Yeah, it is. And what I've been told about Hunter's Lane, that they normally have big crowds for their basketball games. And I'm sure, like you said, for for White's Creek and schools like that, I'm sure this place is, is rocking. Crenshaw going to inbound it for the Green Waves. Green Wave gets it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr to Ricks. Ricks gets it over to Reed in the corner. Reed, excuse me, along the perimeter. Gets it back to Barr, top of the key. Barr working his dribble. Ball ends up in the hands of Crenshaw in the corner. Crenshaw surveying, looking. Swings it over to Reed. Reed over to Barr. Barr, couple dribbles. Gets to the cup, throws up the shot. They call him for the walk. But Barr, a little Euro step to the cup. Said he took one extra step. Somebody's going to have to step up because they've got their best defender on Ricks and he hasn't been able to do anything this third quarter. Hunter's laying into the front court, running their offense. Gives it in the hands of Walton. Walton guarded closely. Gets it down to Small. Small attacking the basket. Throws it up. No good. Ends up in the hands of Hunter's Lane. Again, out of control is Small. And either block or charge. Call it, Austin. Yeah, you have to. Control the game. You're going to get somebody hurt if you keep allowing him to drive the, drive the lane and bodies hit the floor. As Gallatin gets it in the front court into Isaiah Barr's hands. Barr kicks it over to Reed in the corner. Reed now has to work back toward the middle. Reed gives it over to Barr. Barr, top of the key. Wants a screen. Doesn't use a screen. Has the ball poked away. Going to stay with Gallatin. As that ball was knocked out by Booker, I believe, or Eason. Couldn't tell. Barr's just trying to do a little too much right now with, with the dribbling. Barr going to be subbed out for Zach Wakefield. Wakefield going to inbound it. Gets it over to Traverius Reed. Reed wants a screen from Logan Hessen. Gets a screen. Gets to inside the free throw line. Throws up a little shot. No good. Pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Moore fakes the shot. Throws it up. No good. Pulled down by Logan Hessen. Hessen called for the over-the-back foul on the offensive glass. That's his fourth. As Galton. Leading 31 to 16. One minute left to go in this third quarter. Logan Hessen going to be forced to come out of this game as Kamari Watkins going to sub in for Gallatin. Booker into the front court quickly for Hunter's Lane. Under a minute left to go in this third quarter. Booker over to Walton. Excuse me, Owens. Owens. Dribbling. Top of the key. Looking for somebody. They're just running their offense. Going to hand off back to Booker. Booker along the perimeter trying to get it down low to Small. He does. Small short corner working left. Goes middle. Throws it up shot. No good. Rebound still loose. Pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Moore hands it off to Ricks. Ricks going to push under 30 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Ricks along the perimeter. Left-handed dribble. Kicks it over to Maxwell Moore. Ends up in Zach Wakefield. Hands for three in the corner. No good. Pulled down by Small. Small gets it over to Booker. Booker wants to push. He does. Going to pull up three. No good. Rebound pulled down by Zach Wakefield. Into the hands of DeCosta Ricks. Under 10 seconds left in this third quarter. Ricks going to attack the basket. Gets to the middle. Throws up a little shot. Good. DeCosta Ricks connecting from three feet away as Hunter's Lane. Half court heave is falls short. Galton at the end of three quarters. Lead 33-16. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com.
back here to Hunters Lane High School as your Gallatin Green Wave lead 33-16, start of the fourth quarter. Austin, it was an ugly third quarter, but the work that they did in the first half gave them a little bit of cushion in that in that third to eight-minute period. Yeah, only us having eight points in the in the third quarter is unlike the Green Wave as the third and fourth quarter have been their best two quarters of the year. So anxious to see what fire Coach Luna lit into their tails to get things going back here in the fourth quarter. Maxwell Morgan inbounded for the Green Wave. Morgan to get it down low to Kamari Watkins. Watkins puts it up, puts it in. That assist coming from Zach Wakefield. Good find right there by the freshman. Booker into the front court for Hunter's Lane. Gets it into the corner to his teammate. Ends up back in the hands of Booker. Booker over to Small, short corner. Small doubled. Has to kick it back out to Booker. Booker over to his teammate trying to get it down low. He does get it down low. Along the left block. Spins, throws up the shot. No good. Pulled down by Maxwell Moore. Moore going to hand off to Ricks. Ricks looking ahead. Kamari Watkins doing a really good job running the floor as Ricks gets to the middle of the floor. Kicks it back out to Zach Wakefield. Wakefield gives it over to Reed. Reed. Gallatin called for the offensive three seconds. First call all day. Austin on that one. But regardless, Kamari Watkins doing a really good job of running the floor rim to rim for this Gallatin team. And he's been rewarded for it a few times. Yeah, six points and they have all came on him running the floor and and setting up his post and making a move. Hunter's Lane going to get it in. Bounce quickly into the front court is Booker. Booker trying to get it down low to Small. Small finally has some size on him, guarded by Watkins. Small double. Has to kick it back out to Booker for three. His shot's too strong. Pulled down by Watkins. Watkins looking for a teammate. Gets it up to Traverius Reed. Reed along the perimeter. Kicks it over to Zach Wakefield in the corner. Wakefield gives it back to Reed. Reed over to Moore. Moore, back to Reed, top of the key. Reed over to Wakefield. Along the perimeter, Gallatin content with just passing it. Wakefield swings it over to Maxwell Moore. Moore back to DeCosta Ricks, top of the key. Ricks over to Wakefield in the corner for three. Shots no good. Rebound pulled down by Hunter's Lane. Another loose ball foul there on Gallatin. Good ball movement by the Green Wave there, and Zach Wakefield had a wide open three from the corner. That's the second he's missed from the same spot, but you know, freshman, he's, he's still getting the nerves out. This is the most minutes he's played in the game all year. Wake, oh, excuse me, Hunter's Lane into the front court. It is McGill top of the key between the circles, guarded by DeCosta Ricks. Gill's just going to throw it away. Oh, ball ends up in the hands of Hunter's Lane as McGill initially threw it away, but then Gallatin, teammate, tackled Kamari Watkins, and the ball ended up in Hunter's Lane's hands for two as DeCosta Ricks pushes it in quickly to the front court, up and in. DeCosta Ricks attacking the cup there, throwing it in for two. Hunter's Lane quickly into the front court, nearly throws it away. That ball's loose, ends up in the hands of Zach Wakefield. Wakefield into the front court to DeCosta Ricks, up and no good. Believe, whistle on the play, goaltending is the call. Two points to Costa Ricks. Yes. I thought maybe that would. Yes. Uh, goaltending is the call. Ricks hesitated at the free throw line as if it might be a, a foul call, but instead they give him the goaltending. So two more points for DeCosta Ricks. Nice find there from Zach Wakefield as Hunter's Lane throws it away. Traverius Reed quickly into the front court, pulls it back out. Top of the key, kicks it over to Zach Wakefield in the, in the corner, who gives it over to Maxwell Moore along the perimeter. Moore over to Ricks. Ricks swings it over to Wakefield, who not, another corner three, throws it up. No good. Too strong, pulled down by Hunter's Lane. Z Austin, I'm pretty sure it's hitting the exact same spot every time it for is. Wakefield. It's just a little long right off that back iron. As Hunter's Lane attacks 
for two and the foul as McGill going up strong and to the free throw line trying to connect for the old-fashioned three-point play as Gallatin leads by 19, 39 to 25, 14 left to go. You know, Coach Luna's not mad that Wakefield is, is shooting those threes and missing. He's more upset with him at that, that foul call below. And, you know, it, it's a learning lesson for this young freshman who's the only freshman on this varsity bench. As Hunters Lane gets their miss off the rebound. Ends up in the hand of Owens, Jr. Jr. guarded by Reed, trying to get it down low to Small. He does. Small up and in. Over the top. Foul on Kamari Watkins. Small caught it in the low block. Powered up, powered in for two. Now a chance for the old-fashioned three-point play. You know, Small's a really big guy. I feel like he can do whatever he wants down low as long as the refs are not going to call a lot of the, the pushing and shoving as they're not really calling it tonight. But I feel like he could he could be really good if he was on a on a, on a team that like, like us. He would, he would be good for – I would like him on a team like us to have another big body like that. Small's free throws up and good. Gallatin's lead trimmed to 16 as Costa Ricks gets it into the front court. Ricks going to handle it, going to pick up a screen from Marshall Hansen. Going to use that screen. Ricks going to get it into the corner for Isaiah Barr. Thought about a three. Instead, they pull it back out. Ends up in the hands of DeCosta Ricks on the other corner. Cash it in. DeCosta Ricks tickling the twine from the corner. And Gallatin out to a 19-point lead, 42 to 23, 443 left to go in this fourth quarter. You know, bucket, bucket counts right there. Good job by DeCosta Ricks. Marshall Hansen using his inner linebacker skills right there and boxing out a little too hard, and they got the foul. But nonetheless, basket counts. Hunter's Lane going to roll it into the front court. Booker guarded by Isaiah Barr. Works that far right corner. Kicks it down short corner to Small. Small pushed out to the perimeter. Has to get it along the perimeter. They get it into the corner. They want a three. Fake a three. Nope. Going to kick it back out. Ends up in the hands of Walton. Walton going to throw that one away off the legs of Brinkley as Hunter's Lane going to turn, turn it over with 4.21 left to go in this fourth quarter. Marshall Hansen going to inbound it to Javarius Reed. Reed going to slow walk it into the front court. Clock is not moving. Still 4.21 left to go in the fourth quarter. Somebody needs to let somebody know. Marshall Hansen gets it into the corner. Clock still not moving as DeCosta Ricks feeds to Marshall Hansen. Hansen cutting toward the basket. Throws it up. Throw it, and throws it off the rim into the hands of Hunter's Lane. There we go. That clock's moving now. As Booker gets a screen from Brinkley at the top of the key. Booker picks up his dribble. Kind of trapped, nearly throws it away. Ends up in the hands of Small in the corner. Brinkley cutting toward the basket, gets the, gets the ball. Going to throw a little right-handed shot, no good. Pulled down by Hunter's Lane. Ball's loose. A jump ball is the call. Can't see where the arrow is pointing. Pointing toward Gallatin as the Green Wave take over. As Traverius Reed. Kicks it over to Isaiah Barr. Barr wants a corner three. Barr gets a corner three. Cash money. Trifecta from number 14 as Gallatin gives up the drive toward the cup layup for two. 45-25 Greenway. 3.30 and counting. Ball in the hands of Traverius Reed. Reed gets it in the front court up to Isaiah Barr. Barr back to Reed. 
Reed's going to attack the cup. Gets to the layup. No good. Ball's loose. In the hands of Hunter's Lane is the call. You know, Traverius Reed has been on a scoring drought the past two games, only having two at Portland. He's still at zero today. But, you know, he's a, he's a good ball handler. He's playing good defense. He's boxing out as a little man. So, even if he can't get the baskets going down, he's still doing a lot for this team. Hunter's Lane able to get it into the front court as Booker guarded by Barr. Booker going to drive baseline, going to kick it over to the corner for the three. Ball nearly thrown away by Cartwright. Going to retain possession for the Warriors. But you're right, Javarius Reed doing much more than just scoring for the Green Wave as Crenshaw called for the loose ball foul, trying to go for the steal there. With everything that's kind of been going down low, that one's kind of... Yeah, they're, they're calling a lot of the reach-in and the cheap fouls, and they're leaving the, the big body fouls that are throwing bodies to the floor. Small going to step to the charity stripe. That was the first foul on Crenshaw, which, you know, with the way that Crenshaw plays defense... Pretty good by him to only have one foul. Yeah. And, and I want to say it's every game that is this way. Yeah, he's not really ever getting in foul trouble, and he's a guy that guards the perimeter, and he also goes down low and, and guards the big man, but props to him on being good at defense and not fouling. Second free throw, no good. Pulled down by DeCosta Ricks. Ricks quickly into the front court, up to Isaiah Barr for two. DeCosta Ricks doing a really good job tonight, everyone, of looking ahead as Isaiah Barr steals that inbounds, goes up. For the layup foul, going to go to the charity stripe. But as I was saying, the Costa Ricks, several assists tonight. Not only Ricks, but Javarius Reed has a couple assists as well. Doing a really good job of getting their eyes up, looking ahead to the big guys running the floor who's getting easy buckets. Yeah, and props to the big guys of getting down the floor so those two point guards can get the assist. As Isaiah Barr's first free throw up and good. Barr doing a really good job there of harassing that inbounds, getting the steal, and then going up strong for two. As his second free throw, no good. Pulled down by Marshall Hanson. Hanson going to get it up to Devonta Harris. Harris nearly tied up. Gives it back to Isaiah Barr, who nearly loses his balance. Barr over to Hanson. Hanson, two dribbles. Kicks it back out to Devonta Harris. Harris gets it over to Ricks. Top of the key between the circles. 238 and counting. Breaks down his defender. Kicks it over to Barr. Run the perimeter for three. Partially blocked. Pulled down by Brinkley. Booker going to push it. Into the front court for the Warriors. Breaks down the defense, gets to the cup, throws up the runner, no good. Pulled down by R.J. Crenshaw. Crenshaw throws that ball away. Turnover, Gallatin. Yeah, and here comes Gallatin's first first guy off the bench that normally doesn't play, and here comes another one with, with Maddox Mooney. Uh, but props to the starters tonight for getting the job done. As well as Cameron Taylor checking in for the Green Wave. Hunter's Lane going to get the ball in. Guarded by Isaiah Barr is Booker. Booker wants a screen. Going to use a screen, but instead going to pick up his dribble. Now he's trapped. Kicks it to Small at the perimeter. Small, one step inside. Takes a couple dribbles. Tries to work to the cup. Gets to the cup. Throws up a wild shot. Nearly goes in, but pulled down by Crenshaw. Crenshaw over to Harris. Harris quickly into the front court of Barr. Barr stepped out of bounds. Coach Mooney not happy with that. As Maddox Mooney checks court pass. As Maddox Mooney checks in for the Green Wave. Harris trying to get it up to the front court to Barr. Under two minutes left to go in this basketball game. Booker breaks down the defense, gets left side, ball swatted away. Isaiah Barr. 
Having none of that, swatting that one out of bounds. 149 left to go. Galton leading 48 to 26. Bobby Luna just a minute 49 away from win number 500 at Gallatin. Hunter's Lane gets the ball inbounds. Top of the key. Perimeter. Booker wants a three. Booker takes a three. No good. Rebound still loose. Pulled down by Brinkley. Brinkley gives it over to Small. Small. One dribble. Shot. No good. Offensive rebounds loose. Pulled down by Brinkley. But loose ball foul is the call on Maddox Mooney. Brinkley was two times in a row getting the offensive rebound. He pulls it down and Maddox Mooney off the bench just gets the, the cheap foul on him. As Brinkley going to step to the charity strike for two. As Gallatin with their fifth foul in this quarter. From now on, Hunters Lane will shoot two free throws on any foul committed by the Green Wave. Brinkley's second free throw up and good. 48-28, Gallatin leading by 20, minute 35 left. Green Wave get the ball inbounds into the front court is Harris. Harris going to walk. Turn it over. Devontae Harris. As Zach Wakefield checks in. Harris getting a word from Coach Lunot. As Hunter's Lane going to inbound it. Two seals. Seals along the perimeter. Going to work right side. One dribble pull up good. Jumper. Four seals. Connects 48-30 as Isaiah Barr gets the ball inbounds from Mooney. Barr works into the front court. Throws up a little 12-footer. No good. Rebound pulled down by Gallatin. Throws it up. No good is Cameron Taylor as Zach Wakefield takes the charge on the other end. Hunter's Lane pushing it out. Number five stepping in for the charge. Yeah, really good job right there by the freshman to not be scared to just step foot right there in the paint and take a grown man's charge. Devonta Harris checking back in for Marshall Hanson. Ball ends up in the hands of Harris. Harris over to Moody. Moody to Barr. Barr going to work his way into the front court. Attacking the cup. Throws up the right-handed layup. Good. Isaiah Barr cashing in as he puts on pressure. Called for the foul there. Doing too much, right, Austin? Yeah, doing too much. Trying to. I mean, we're up at 20, trying to get a steal. Nah, just, just let it be. Coach Luna got to talk to him about it. He's like, hey, listen, young fella, I know. I know. You're trying to get. He's smiling at him. He's laughing with him. He's having a good time with him. Got a couple bats on the back. He's like, you're okay. You're okay. Listen, I know you want that steal. I know you want those couple points, but let's let's calm down here now. And, and you know, he, he's the transfer in from Memphis Craigmont, so he's still learning the, the coaching style of, of Coach Luna. And maybe at his previous school, his coach would, would preach a big ball pressure, try to get these steals all the time. Hunter's Lane free throw is no good. Pulled down by Mooney, but Mooney steps on the baseline. Going to turn it back over to the Warriors with 42 seconds left. Hunter's Lane going to take a three, going to miss a three. Pulled down by Mooney. Mooney. Fouled by, I believe, Battle. Yep, Battle for Hunter's Lane with 34 seconds left. And again, Austin, 50-31. to 31, So, Green Wave with a comfortable 19-point lead. That means Bobby Luna going to get win number 500 at Gallatin, Austin. Yeah, it is. And a great accomplishment by him. And 
and a great job by his team and and couldn't be more happy for him and it couldn't have happened to a better man. Gallatin trying to run out this clock here along the perimeter. Game clock under 20 seconds as Jack Brochet checking in for the first time for Gallatin. Clock under 10 seconds. Between the circles for the green wave is Mooney and Devonta Harris. And this game is over. Gallatin 50, Hunters Lane 31. And that is victory number 500 for Bobby Luna at Gallatin High School as the green wave come in on the road. Win by 19. Don't go anywhere. We'll have post-game analysis and some more. You listen to the Green Wave Network on WHINradio.com. Lane High School as your Gallatin Green Wave defeat Hunters Lane 50 to 31, getting head coach Bobby Luna his 500th victory at Gallatin High School. Austin, we're not gonna we're gonna, we're not gonna take too much time. I know we're on the road. We want to get out of here. They want us to get out of here. So quickly, let's run down tonight's performance from Gallatin. As I know, DeCosta Ricks led the way for the Green Wave. Yeah, DeCosta Ricks definitely our two-time player of the game. 29 points, three rebounds, and four assists. You know, he just had everything going. And he had it going for him early. Kind of got shut down in the third quarter, but still managed to score six points in the third and, and just kept doing his thing in the fourth. But good job by Isaiah Barr having uh, eight points as well. Maxwell Moore with four points and four rebounds. Logan Heston with two points and four rebounds. The scoring wasn't really all around tonight. DeCosta Ricks essentially got the job done by himself because he scored 29 and Hunter's Lane only scored 31. What a job from DeCosta Ricks as he is our player of the game. Austin, we're going to get out of here, but we're going to have so much more on Friday at Stewart's Creek or at home against Stewart's Creek when they honor Coach Luna for the naming of the basketball court. So we encourage you all to come out to Gallatin High School, Jerry Vredenberg Gymnasium at Bobby Luna Court on Friday, December the 8th as Gallatin welcomes in Stewart's Creek. For your final here tonight, Gallatin, your winner, 50-31 to 31 over Hunters Lane as head coach Bobby Luna gets win number 500 at Gallatin High School. Until next time, for Austin Miller, I am Zach Womble. We will see you again later.
You've been listening to a special Sumner County High School sports presentation. Live and streaming worldwide on WHINradio.com. WHIN Radio, your local Sumner County High School sports broadcast leader.